Hey guys, just real quick reminder, our merch store is now live and we just want you guys to check it out. The link is in our show notes and the description on our Instagram or that's like the bio thing. And uh, thanks for your support. Back to the show. I'm Will. And I'm Jack. And this is the Java Experiment. Cigars and Coffee, Part 2. Uh, we are live, and this is pretty exciting because first episode of Cigars and Coffee, we were at Will's old house. Second episode, we've upgraded, and Will's now in his new house, so we got our own little private porch area now. Backing up to nothing. Yep, so it's great. Don't have to worry about any neighbors or anything crazy like that. We brought along our favorite little fire pit thing from his <laughs> old apartment, and we're just having a good time, chilling. You know, Will's lighting up right now. <laughs> Always a good time here at the JXP. So these are kind of funny. They're uh, yeah, those are different looking. Yeah, so it's called the. Uh... Oh, and by the way, before we get into it, I am wearing our cigars and coffee uh, hoodie here. So uh, if you like what you see, check out the link, and uh, you know what to do. <laughs> um, yeah, so these cigars. Yeah, so the um, so something I've kind of learned about cigars recently, I kind of knew this, but I didn't really understand it, is that there's a lot of cigars that are the same, but they're not because they're rolled differently. So this is technically a torpedo, that's what they call it, because the way it is, it's like square on one end and yeah, it goes down like to square. a point, like a torpedo. I've never seen that before. Yeah, so the end is called box pressed. Here you go. Um, and so like, there's a bunch. So this is the Olivia V. Milano Maduro. This cigar is highly rated. It gets top ten, like, like every year. It's honestly, I've never seen anything like this. Yeah. <laughs> the squared edges and stuff. So it's only on one end like that. And the other end is like super, it goes down to a point. Yeah, like a torpedo. Yeah, but weird. <laughs> so, I don't know, I've just never seen anything like this. It's weird. Yeah, so there's like lots of different ways you can get a cigar. And higher-end companies like this will make one cigar like uh, Olivia Milano Maduro and get it in different, like, formats, essentially. Like, they might get one that's like a Churchill. Then they might get one that's, like, Culture 2. And then they have, like, ones that are, like, uh, a, ro a like, uh, Robusto, which is, like, the one we smoked last time. The Judge. Robusto? Yeah. Just, like, coffee. 
Yeah. Robusto beans. Yeah, but it's used differently, I guess. Hmm. Spelled the exact same too. There's so many similarities between cigars and coffee. It's hilarious. We even think about that one. Cool. So this time I so I've upgraded a little bit since the last time. That's an understatement. <laughs> yeah, I, you gotta explain all the toys you've gotten. Got a ton of cigars. Will's been going ham. It's quite the collection now. But he can do that because you got this crazy thing that'll let you keep your cigars for a long time. Called a humidor. Not a fumidor. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> I realized how I said that one. So a humidor. You need a humidor to keep your cigars at a certain humidity level. Okay, that's like the basic. Now, there's like really high-end ones like mini fridges. They're like, they look like a mini fridge, but they hold like 250. There's ones that are huge, hold a few thousand cigars. Mine is like a wooden one. It's made out of cedar. Mm-hmm. They're significantly cheaper. It's like 40 bucks versus like the hundreds and thousands of dollars you can spend. It's like anything. Now, most people who even have like the higher end ones usually have like a couple wooden cigars. Like cigar, sorry. They have a couple wooden humidors that, um, like, because they're not bad. They're just like harder to control. Right. And they don't look as nice as like the big mini fridge looking ones. Yeah, at the same time, people think, some people think they look nicer because it's like kind of just like sleek. It's just a wooden box. Kind of like, well, it kind of takes you back a little bit. Like, Back to the good old days? Yeah, the good old days. <laughs> um, Before you knew what these were? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So they... I can store up to 30... Well, anywhere from 25 to 50 cigars in mine. That's a lot. It depends on the size of the cigar. Now, if you're into higher-end cigars, the cigar's going to be a little bigger. Like, you, you can judge. probably fit 200 cigars from a gas station in it. Backwoods. Which is disgusting. We got the judge in there those are thick the ones that we did last time i mean how many of those could you fit in there 20 tops probably maybe 25 yeah um there's like a divider in there so i can keep like i don't divide by like each like each cigar i divide by like darkness it's like my lighter cigars are on one side and my dark cigars on the other what what's the difference between a light and a dark cigar really similar to coffee so it's like a dark roast versus a light roast except with a dark stronger so with a dark wrapper and dark tobacco you actually are going to get more flavor out of it so but like why opposite. is it why is it darker it's been roasted longer like beans no it's been dried longer mm. and it might be darker just from where it, because of where it came from interesting so there's a couple different ways that it could be yeah like Dark. a Nicaragua, you can get a Nicaraguan. I'm saying that wrong. Wrap. That, no, that's right. Uh, Nicaraguan wrap, and they're usually darker, and that's just how they are because of where it is, mm. the climate, whatever. Never really got a good light on this. It's so funny. Every time he says that word, he thinks he's saying it wrong, but that's right, dude. <laughs> Which is hilarious. Probably the only word Nicaraguan. I say right, and I actually think I say it wrong. That's like the American way to say it. Yeah. 
But if you're from Nicaragua, <laughs> say it like that. That's hilarious. <laughs> I had a roommate who, uh, his his uh, dad lived in Nicaragua. And it was like a really weird situation. But yeah, so he would always be talking about it and he would say it in like that accent. So I just thought it was funny. That's hilarious. I just started saying it like that. <laughs> so with a humidor, you have to control the humidity. Right, because they'll get stale. They'll get stale if you don't do that. And it takes time. Right. It's about 14 days. Before you can even put the cigars in the box. Now, did you know that when you bought... Yeah, I did a ton of research. Because I caught, like, a clip in a video one time where some guy's like, yeah, make sure you season your your humidor. And I'm like, what? So then I started looking up seasoning humidor, and it's crazy. You gotta like do all this crap. So the old way used to be you take water, distilled water specifically, and you like take a cloth, a microfiber, and you like wet the whole box down, let it absorb, and then do like repeat, and then just kind of like let it sit with it closed for 14 days. Mm. Now they have these things called Bovita packs. Now this is like a point of controversy. But it's stupid because it works and they're more efficient. So there's these packs and they help you control the humidity. So I had like three packs in my humidor to get my humidity up quickly. Yeah. Because you need it between, depending on where you are. See, here's the thing Florida is very humid. So your humidor doesn't need to be super humid. You actually want it down lower than what your normal humidity is outside. Because you want your humidity level anywhere from depending on preference, anywhere from 60 to 70. Now, I like a more moist cigar, and I already knew that. <laughs> I already knew Clip that. Clip it. So I <laughs> Will likes it moist. <laughs> so I shoot for... <laughs> That's this a new, be new Instagram clip. I'm shoot, I shoot for 69. <laughs> That's the ideal humidic, uh, humidic level. Humidic? I don't think that's a word. I don't think so either. But I know what you mean. That, so that's your target humidity. My humidity is a little high right now. It's like 70, 71. Yeah, let's drop it down two degrees. Well, I took a pack out. I'm down to one pack in there. Now that I feel like it's up there, I want to like just maintain. So they have these different packs with different humidity levels on the pack. Now the pack takes away and brings it back. And you can revive the packs too. And they last a really long time. They're super cheap. So you can get like a pack of 15 for like 10 bucks. Now I ordered these on Cigars Daily. I got a huge pack of them for a really discounted price. Because he's got a big sale. Uh, the owner, Tim, seems like a really nice guy. <laughs> I like his YouTube channel a lot. Shout out to helpful. If he ever watches this, he's going to laugh. Because like, I obviously don't know anything compared to him. But I Is that the guy that was like, and we find out where they cut in the light? Yeah. I love that line. Yeah, it's like that was clever. It's like, and he's consistent. It's every cigar review. You know, he's talking about the flavor of the cigar, what people say about it, and he's like, "But the only way we can know is with a cut and a light." And he does this I cool like it. little edit where I he love it. cuts and the lights and smokes it. And uh, I think that's cool. Legend. He's a catchy guy. Like, he's really energetic. He's a catchy guy. Yeah, like he, uh, that's not the right word. <laughs> he draws you in. Like he's good at. Charismatic. Charismatic. Yeah. Uh, he used to be a pastor. 
before he started his Makes car sense. company. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. He like has had his now. Yeah, like great. he goes to a different church now. He's like a worship leader there. Yeah. But like his pastor's been on his podcast talking about cigars and stuff. And cigars in the Christian world, which I found super interesting, obviously, just because of where I'm coming from. Um, I thought that was interesting. Like, I don't know. There's a lot. Where, where we grew up, I'd say that there's a lot of things that me and Jack talk about that would not be accepted where we grew up or as we grew up. And I feel like me and Jack go against the grain in a lot of ways. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an understatement. It's definitely yeah. an understatement. Um, but you were telling me, like, we can cut this if you don't want me to say this, but you said, um, I, like, a couple weeks ago or whatever, you were with your pastor and you were smoking cigars with him. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty yeah. cool. It was cool. And yeah. uh, I think that was awesome. And I think I might have even mentioned that in the last episode. Oh, maybe you did. I might have. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I don't see, yeah, there's just a lot of negative connotations with it. And I think the reason is because people abuse it. I think it's like anything, like alcohol, smoking. It's like people do too much of it, and it becomes a bad thing. And there could be an argument made for coffee, too. 100%. Yeah. Um, 100%. Like, your uh, brain responds the same way to caffeine as does heroin. So, I guess, like, in a subconscious sense, or in a mental sense, however you want to say it, it's the same as heroin. It's not actually... (laughs) It doesn't actually do the same things. Your body isn't affected the same way. But your brain responds similarly. So Right. Yeah, the addiction to it. Yeah. yeah. 100%. And yeah. I'm sure my brain responds very similarly. But honestly, that's everything in life. Sugar, super bad for you if you do if you get too much of it. It's like it just depends on what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything in moderation. Yeah. So, Olivia... V Cigars is a series. And then this is the Milano Maduro, which is like a specific... Now, lots of cigar companies make a Milano Maduro. Gotcha. It's like, it's like the type of blend of tobacco. It's like, a, you know, I don't know how to explain it. It'd almost be like a bunch of people trying to make a Pike Place coffee. Well, you'll see a Columbia Colombian roast from Starbucks. You'll see it from right. eight o'clock. Exactly. Yeah, it's just like that. It's the same. Yep. Um, sure. So, like, I just want to throw out some flavors here before we start randomly talking about like random BS or whatever. So the wrapper, <laughs> I misspoke early. The wrapper is Mexican Maduro. The binder, which is the tobacco. And the filler, which is the tobacco in the center. No, sorry. The binder the binder's is the, not the tobacco. The binder's in the center. That's right. I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> the binder is what makes it, like, stick together. That's right. The yeah. binder is But Nicarag- what is that? So it's Nicaraguan habano, which is the same as the filler. Hmm. So I think it is... The same. What do they melt it down to a liquid or something? I they think they use stick? it just. That's just for. It's like the, in between the wrapper and the the filler, mm. and then the strength is medium to full, or medium full. Depends, I don't know how you. I think that's how you say it, medium full. Um. Now, if you pull up the description, the Olivia V uh, Serie V Milano is a hand rolled. 
expertly fermented uh, Ligero fillers, leaves known for the robust and rich flavor. Five years in the making, the special cigar is sure to exceed a premium cigar smoker's highest expectations. The blending notes uh, is full flavored yet smooth, which I would agree. It's with. super smooth. It's way smoother than the Judge. Way smooth. <laughs> yeah, the Judge yeah, yeah. is. In your face, it can like kick, you, it'll kick you in the face. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If like you're not if ready you've for never it, <laughs> this, if you never smoked a cigar before, I I don't know if I'd start with that one. But it's one of my favorites now. It's awesome. I like comparing these because I don't know anything about cigars, and like this compared to the Judge is like completely different. Yeah, totally different. Yeah, that's cool that you recognize that. Like I totally understand what they're saying about smooth, and like the flavors from this are way more like it's more subtle it's not like in your face like i said like just too much this is honestly i like this better okay i like this better i like them both a lot for different reasons so the blending notes you know they're it's very smooth uh the long filler tobaccos are a blend of uh olivia nicaraguan habano h-a-b-a-n-o i don't know if i'm pronouncing that right that emphasizes tobacco from the the Jalapa or Jalapa, J-A-L-A-P-A region, an area known for more nuanced leaf than the Astelia or Condiga regions. I don't know. This carefully aged Jalapa or Jalapa blend produces a particularly flavored smoke, which I'd agree with. Welcome back to the job experiment where Will tries to read geographic locations. Yeah, for real. You should have like, you could, make, you could literally probably make a whole video at this point of me just reading names. And butchering them. Butchering. Oh, jeez. No, those are those all sounded pretty difficult. Probably yeah, wouldn't do any better than you. I have no idea. <laughs> um, should have my sister interpret that on Instagram. This keeps going out because I keep reading. Now, this lighter is new too. This is a Vertigo. 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 Can't say anything tonight. Um, no, you said it right the first time and then you second guess yourself. I keep doing that. It's Vertigo. A, it's Vertigo. A, Vertigo. Vertigo. <laughs> it's because it like the way it's spelled versus like how it's said. Oh, it's spelled I saw, differently? Yeah, it's V-E-R-T- I G O. Yeah, it's like vertigo. Like if you like felt oh, like you're gonna throw up okay. or something. Yeah. So, anyways, they sell that on Amazon. It's a two pack for fourteen bucks. It's awesome. It's like the top one of the top rated lighters. Now I was like, I thought like to get the top rated cigar lighter, I'm gonna spend hundred bucks. And I was like mentally there. I was ready to go. But when I found out this is the highest rate, like most people recommend this one, I was like, oh, sick. Ordered the two pack. Done deal. Now I'm working on getting a good cigar cutter. The one I have was given to me. It's a good one, but it's not like a great one. Where'd um, you get it from? My father-in-law gave it to me. So it's cool. Yeah. Um. But I'm trying to figure that out. There's like good ones. Like Benchmade makes like a $200 cigar cutter. Uh, All their stuff is just way too expensive. Spiderco makes one. I don't think it's as much. I think it's like 80 bucks. 
freaking War- Warrior Poet sells one that's like pretty sick. It's got like his logo on it, so that one's sick. The job experiment's gonna sell one. That'd be sick. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, dude, we should, uh, at some point we should sell cigar cutters and, uh, like Glen Karen whiskey glasses that say, like, job experiment on the outside. Or just cigars and coffee. Oh, that'd be even better. Cigars and coffee. More people buy that because they don't know what the job experiment is. And then, like, Yeti glasses that say, like, JXP or something. JXP. Yes, sir. I'm not going to lie to the viewer. I can't. <laughs> we have this whole elaborate plan. Because <laughs> this is cigars and coffee. Now, it's actually a little hot out tonight, which is weird because it's been cold all week. But it's today, not that hot, but we're sitting next to a fire. Yeah, so. I feel pretty warm. It's pretty warm. I'm not as skinny as Jack, though. So I I'm guess. also representing the merch, so yeah. I'm not taking this off. <laughs> I'm not. Yeah, I don't know what you're representing with that shirt. <laughs> I figured it was fitting because, like, the last episode was, like, kind of creepy. And I'm like, well, like... Like our last cigars and coffee, so it's kind of creepy oh, with the barn and everything. Yeah. And I'm like, man, this isn't that creepy. So I'll wear my nun shirt. Figure it was suiting. Fair enough. So yeah, we had this whole elaborate plan to be like, yeah, cigars and coffee. Today we're drinking nothing. A Himalayan blend. Yeah, a Himalayan <laughs> blend from Target. That was our plan. That's not what we're drinking. I'm not gonna lie to the viewership. Once again, we were drinking another alcoholic beverage. <laughs> Busted. <laughs> Busted. It, it, it's got ice in it because it's hot out. And honestly, it goes really well with the cigar. I'm not upset. Could I definitely be, be worse. I think because this cigar is pretty smooth and it isn't. Yeah, like if a this was the judge, hair, I think no, I'd be like. Nasty. The judge went very well with coffee. This, I feel like, could go really well with a nice cold beer. Or, like, a Dark and Stormy. Which is what we're drinking now. Now, Dark and Stormy is ginger beer with a dark rum. It's essential. It's, it's like, kind of comes from, like, a variation of a Moscow Mule. Um, I love Moscow Mules, which is, like, uh, vodka, lime, lime, lime slice, lime juice, and ginger beer. And then there's uh, then there's a Irish mule, which is like the same thing made with like Tully or Jameson. And then this is a dark and stormy. It's like some kind of it's kind of like a I don't know like a navy twist or a sea twist. So it's just rum and ginger beer because you know they don't have limes on the ship. Yep, and the rum's called Kraken. <laughs> yeah. Specifically, so it's a yeah. dark rum. It fits. One of my favorites. If you drink it straight, it tastes like brown sugar. Hmm. Especially if you drink like other stuff regularly, it's like, whoa, this thing's sweet. <laughs> it's crazy. Super dark though. Yeah, it's mm. good. Yep. Yeah. So we are not drinking coffee. So really, it's uh, rum and cigars. So <laughs> in the second episode of this series and. We've diverged. Now, like we could call this the crossover episode. It's uh, an intro to, I don't know, our, our, our JXP at dark, in dark, in darkness. Come on. JXP after dark. There we go. I'm just giving Jack a hard time. 
Yes, so we are starting a new series. It already started, technically, at this point. By the time this comes out, you've already heard the... At least two or three first, episodes. At least the first one, yeah. Um, and I'm excited about it. We've been talking about this just because, you know, with coffee, we, we love it so much. And we've talked a lot about coffee. And we still are going to drink coffee. Three and, seasons worth. Yeah, and talk about it. But we also want to expand into some other avenues. And, you know, we both enjoy drinking, having a nice time. And just chilling so you know we uh the first official episode was the blue barn one but we're not calling it that um so really jxp after dark number one will be the bourbon episode that you have already heard by now um and then you know we're just kind of and then it might be this one yeah who knows might be mentioning that yeah we we have more recorded we did do like we're recording a lot at once yeah. Like, we'll record... Every time we get together, we record, like, maybe one, maybe two, usually two or three episodes in one night. Um, but we do each one differently. So, like, that's why we have different series going on. So, we have this one, we got yeah. the After Dark, and then we have our regular coffee show, which is definitely going down a more comedic route. And I think we might start talking about, like, maybe some stuff going on in the real world just to, like, add some comedic humor to it i don't i don't know how we're gonna do that i don't know how to talk <laughs> about stuff like that like you know i there's a lot of shows i like watching i want to take some things from them like theo von show and stuff like that but i don't want to like get political so i i gotta figure out how to do that um i'm sure there's news out there that's kind of funny outside of politics um which actually might be helpful to people just to <laughs> get out there you know? get away from it yeah and then we also have, like, our other kind of, like, occasional interview, too. Yeah. So I think this gives us a lot more content to work with. Um, somebody said one time, like, oh, yeah, it's MKBHD. Like, everybody's like, man, you never run out of videos. He's like, well, yeah, because, like, if it has a button or a power button or something, then I can make a video on it. Because of the way he set up his channel. It's not just phones. And that's why he was able to go to, like, electric cars and things like that, which is cool. Yeah. And then you have, like, Joe Rogan, who, like, he's kind of stuck just interviewing. Like, he can't make a video by anything else just because he's stuck in that world. Yeah. No, exactly. So we're trying to, obviously, kind of step away from being cornered into one specific thing. Yeah, early so on. That, yeah, we can open it up and be like, yeah, we'll just talk about whatever, you know? The other thing is, like, I don't think that you can maintain, at least with coffee, I don't think you can do <laughs> that forever. Yeah. Without being a dull, right. boring, dead person. And that's not to say yeah. we don't love coffee anymore. We love coffee. We drink it all the time. But, like, I, I wouldn't say even that we've reached peak level either. I'm sure there's, like, farther we can go. Yeah, there's always going to be something that comes out about coffee. and But, yeah, not enough to make an episode every week. You know, a week-to-week difference in our coffee life is not big. Yeah, because for me, when I order a bag of coffee, that that I have to drink the same thing for a month. Right. Then I get another one. Same thing for a you month. Know, I probably drink mine for like two weeks. So there's not a lot of time. And like, I do reorder things too that I like. So it, it, it creates a, ca- a content gap. Yeah, especially when we're trying to pump out two, at least two episodes every time we get together. There's just not enough content to do that no. every week. So. And we want the job experiment and you know. or like 
you know, the job experiment to be more like the Will and Jack show, I would say. I mean, that's always what it's been. Yeah, it's always yeah. what it's been, and then we're kind of just, like, identifying yeah, that's that what, that's yeah. what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, get over it and freaking leave if you don't like it. Or join the movement, because, like, we're <laughs> freaking rolling coal and moving in. <laughs> rolling coal. Yeah, for real, like, and that's kind of... You know, it just makes it more interesting so we don't get bored. You know, we can sit here and talk about whatever's going on in life, really. And, you know, like we mentioned, I mentioned we're at Will's new house. It's a big thing that we're not just going to glaze over and move on. And, you know, I moved into my own townhouse um, a little while ago. We talked about that. It's like, you know, we're just kind of relaxing. And I think it's more entertaining, too, for the viewers to just kind of chill, sit back. Um, You know, our episodes come out on Saturday morning which is great because usually people are at home with their family, you know. And, uh, yeah, we're trying to make it, obviously, we want it to be kid-friendly and all that, with the exception sometimes. You know, if we're smoking a cigar or something, you know, if you don't want your kid to see that, then whatever. You can. Yeah, I would say, like, the kids skip. probably skip cigars and coffee and skip after dark. Yeah, but also it's not like, I mean, you guys know us by now, like, we're not, we're not sitting here just swearing up a storm like we keep it clean either way um but yeah you know we're just literally just doing this to diversify and keep it keeping it real with the audience so. keeping it real yeah drinking dark and stormies dark and stormy <laughs> did you set a did you set a timer yeah oh man course yeah, so our we're limited camera like yeah. runs out of time. That's the other thing. Remember in that one episode we broke down the gear that we used? That episode was the episode we threw away. So we can talk about that. Are you for real? Yeah. That never, was sick. Yeah, I had a full breakdown all this gear that we're so using. So that's the now. other thing. Like me and Jack love gear. Anything yeah. we get into is like I would say half of the reason we get into it is because of the gear. For sure. We just like things. Like We like stuff. <laughs> we like the finer things in life. Yeah. I, like, that sounds bad. <laughs> no, it's true, though. Like, I get in hunting. I'm like, shoot, I really like this. I'm going to get the best stuff. Even if it takes me a couple years to get everything I need, I'm getting the best stuff. We know we know what we like, and we invest in what we like. So, you know, sue us. We're just <laughs> out here having a good time. So, anyways, the breakdown of the gear that we're using. Um, for the videos. So. so, yeah. So, obviously, if you're listening to this, well, that's an upgrade, too, because now we're using an actual microphone. Which is an upgrade and a downgrade, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, we've had some issues, <laughs> including episodes we had, we've had to throw away in, entirely. Um, Which is but why I, we record more than one episode when we're together. That's also why, yeah. <laughs> but since then, I figured out what the problem was, and I fixed it, I think. So, <laughs> should be good. Um, so, yeah, I guess we'll start out with the mics. So, basically... Um, we're now using a wireless lapel system. Um, okay, so we use we use the Rode Link, which is a really good mic. Um, so basically there's a transceiver and a receiver, and it's wireless, so we have the mic here. The transceiver is hooked up to the camera. So you don't sync audio and overlap it with our video later on. It does that as we film. Yeah, so my while it's recording, the audio, instead of going into the camera's microphone, goes into our microphone gets transmitted into there and it goes right in so way better system than what we've had before that's our mic the road link check it out it's cool camera we're using is the sony a7 great camera um it has its limitations 
Um, like you heard us talking about the timer. It can only record for 30 minutes, so... But our last camera was 20, right? 15. 15. Yeah. So it's Shoot. double what we what I was using. Um, so that's a big upgrade. <laughs> and it's a real nice camera. I love it. Um, the tripod, you know, just, just standard tripod you can find it anywhere. Um, we've got some nice studio lights that we're using. Um, that's how you can actually see us this time. <laughs> um, they work great. I don't remember what the brand is, but um, you can find these on Amazon for pretty cheap, actually. Yeah, the studio lights, I see a lot of guys grab the Amazon Basics ones. Yeah. And people love them. Yeah. My dad grabbed, during, like, COVID and stuff, he had a lot of online messages, like, to churches and stuff, and he bought, like, a ring light on Amazon. And that thing works mint. Yeah, if you're doing a solo thing, that's yeah. perfect for that, yeah. Yeah. What kind of tripod we got going? Yeah, the tripod... I don't remember what the brand is, but, you know. We also have, like, a DJI, what is it, uh, that, your gimbal thing? Yeah, we don't use that for this, really, but. We have, though, for, like, promotional stuff, right? Mm, maybe, like, once. I don't really, I don't really use that very much. I think we've used that more for truck stuff. Yeah, probably. <laughs> we've got this Apache case here. It's like a, <laughs> it looks pretty sweet, so. They're very expensive. Yeah, it's, it's pretty nice. So it's fully insulated, whatever. The camera, you cut out sections of foam to keep the camera secure while you're traveling. Um, super rugged case. Well, definitely just messed up the audio. Um, <laughs> Chase is like, boom! Yeah. Uh, and that's pretty much it. And I'm using Adobe Premiere Pro to edit all this audio, video. A Mac um, Mini? Yep, right. I'm a Mac Mini. Yep. And you and so you still got the MacBook Pro, but your Mac Mini is like the heavy hitter now, right? Yes, I love yeah. my Mac Mini. Me and my wife have talked about buying that probably this year. We might just get it for Christmas for each other, kind of thing. Thing's a beast. Put it in our office upstairs. The new the new Mac Mini with the M1 chip, Whew. lightning fast. Cannot beat it for the price. It's like six ninety nine, and uh, starting yeah, yeah. But like I think it's. Did you upgrade anything on hard drive? Um, I forgot what I upgraded. I upgraded a couple of things, but it was like a thousand dollars. The RAM, probably. Yeah, that was the big thing. But I think, yeah, maybe that was that. I can't remember. Do five twelve. But um, I don't remember how much storage I got. But I have external hard drives and stuff that I use because yeah. video. It doesn't matter how much space you have on your computer. You have to have external hard drives because video takes up so much space. It's, crazy. So. it's like video games now. My. Yeah. Every freaking update for Warzone, oh, yeah. it's like 50 gigs, 40 gigs. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, bro. It's just like Season 5, Battle Pass, 40 gigs. Dude, I remember when the iPod Touch came out with 8 gigabytes, and it was a huge deal. And it was like, 8 gigs, I can hold so many songs Dude, on here. Dude, I remember when I got the Zune HD. <laughs> yeah, I remember that thing. From Microsoft. <laughs> yeah. And everybody was like, this is going to be the iPod killer. And uh, that thing had crazy more RAM, had 16 gigabyte hard drive, and I was like, I could download way more songs than anybody else I knew. And I was like, And what happened cool. to the Zoom? I mean, I had it for a while, but they don't I mean, make, the, they don't yeah, make that no, anymore. Fell off the grid because it did not compare to the iPod Touch. No, at all. <laughs> no. Apple's just and Android kind of ate them up too, like because Android, you know, smartphones and stuff started coming out. And yeah, it was like, man, a smartphone costs the same as this thing. Yeah. They still make iPods, though. Apple does. Really? Yeah, I didn't think they did, but somebody the other day was talking about it. I was like, really? I think I heard that, because I have some buddies who are kind of, I don't know, uh, I would say in the conspiracy world, I guess. 
<laughs> I wouldn't call it that necessarily, but like they're thinking about switching to flip phones. But then they're like, what would I do with my music and my podcast? They're like, oh, I'll just buy an iPod Touch. I'm like, what the flip? That's crazy, bro. And I'm like, I'm a weird, like, middle guy, dude. Like, I believe a lot of that stuff, and I'm all in on that stuff. Okay. Let's get one thing straight. Well, Will's not in the middle about anything, <laughs> so we can just well, know what I mean by table. that. Is I'm in, I'm in, all in on that stuff, but I love technology. Oh, gotcha. And it's gotcha. like it, it freaking I. It's a trade off. So I don't. I just do both. See, that's the problem, dude. I, when I'm in, I'm all in on everything. Probably getting the new iPhone 13. Think about pre-ordering it. <laughs> they said they'd give me 400 bucks for my old iPhone, so I'd pay like 300 bucks for the new one. Yeah, I mean, you can't be nice. Yeah, and my mine's paid off. So, so is that the 12? To 11. 11. So I'm not. Oh yeah, I'm up for an upgrade, anyways. And yeah, dude, my phone drops calls like it's freaking job. Like, I I was on phone you today. Yeah, just hung up. Just drops it. And I look at my phone, and, like, the LTE thing will go away. And then I'll drive, like, a mile, and it pops back up. I've had weird things like that happen to me, too. I don't know. It's been happening a lot lately. Welcome to the job experiment, conspiracy theorists. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, dude, check out the claws we got going. Yeah, so, like, um... Yeah, explain the claw thing. Yeah, so uh, if you are a cigar smoker and you knock the claw off, you are not a cigar smoker. Yeah, let's get one thing straight. This is the only way to smoke a cigar. It's like thinking that your Chemex is supposed to cone down. It's not. It's supposed to be, like, flat when you're done. So, like this, the claw, if you can get a claw out to, like, here or whatever, uh, you know, two-thirds in, like... It's super That's hard to do. That's a good cigar. It's super hard to do. But it also... You gotta be careful with it, because if you knock it or something... A claw speaks to the quality of the cigar. That's the biggest reason. The other thing is, when you knock the claw off, you might lose your burn, and you might have to relight. You don't necessarily always have to do that, but that, that can play into it. Now, the less you have to relight a cigar, the better. Then you're not burning the tobacco, you're not getting too hot... Right, that fun stuff. And if you have a nice, cool burn, which I would say we both have right now, I haven't relit this once. I only had to relight when I was talking a bunch. But <laughs> yeah. when you have a cool burn, you're not gonna wake up the next morning feeling like you ate a pack of cigarettes or like freaking <laughs> chewed, chewed on a pile of charcoal. Now, to clarify, have you ever done one of those things? No. Okay. I just can't imagine ask. that's what it would feel like. Like, <laughs> it can be, if you have a really hot cigar and you're burning through it really fast, like, you're going to have, like, soot in your mouth in the morning, and it's going to taste gross, and you're like, Ooh. We, so, yeah, me and Will started with pipe, smoking pipe, pipe tobacco. And, Early on. Yeah, and we didn't know when anything no about that. no one knew. Yeah, right, right, That was right. a big secret. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> no, no. We, like, went to some smoke shop on Dewey Ave. Now, dude, I bet that's now looking now looking back, this smoke shop is probably pretty legit. It probably is. That dude has, uh, that dude has the biggest cigar I've ever seen still to this day. It just hanging, it was like he was chewing on it. Just hanging out with not like I remember it, yeah. It was, like, out to here. And you just try it. What do you guys want? 
<laughs> yeah, like all of his teeth were like yellow from yeah, smoking bro. cigars. And like everybody was smoking in there and stuff. Yeah. And he sold bongs and stuff, but he sold pipes. And he's and he sold a lot of tobacco. Like, yeah, and jars, he kept them in jars and yeah. jars. That was sick, yeah. And he would give it to you in like all a plastic flavors. bag, or you could buy like a whole mason jar. Sorry, I had to deal with a child. Dad probs. <laughs> and my cigar went out. Yeah, these things are really good, actually. I really like this. So when your cigar goes out, you have to knock the claw off. Right, to relight it. Yeah. So that's the issue. Anyways, that's what we were talking about. Tobacco. So we started with that. Just, you know, we would buy, like, and again, we're not like chain smokers or something, but we just like every like every like couple months we would get together and like whatever. If I feel that. like the first year we owned pipes, we smoked like twice, twice a year or something. Yeah. It's like yeah, it was like nothing. But like after we would smoke that, like the next day, my mouth was like on fire. Like I could still taste it. We just didn't know what we were doing, bro. Yeah, we were just stuffing tobacco in there and be like lighting it until we saw a fire. Yeah, like, that's yeah. what you do. We would be like, just pack it in there. Yeah, light it up. lighten it. You want to like, see coals? <laughs> like, oh, it's not hot enough. Freaking lighten it again, mm-hmm. bro. It's like, oh, my mouth's not burning. Freaking light it again. Oh, I lost. It. That sucks. Right in my pants. Always, dude. Always. So yeah, so that's what we started with. Um, and then I learned how to do that a little bit better. I had some friends who started doing it that were getting better, like Peyton. Was, we got really into it for a he little told bit. us about that smoke shop that we went to. Yeah, that's where we went. And then, uh, <laughs> it's so random, that yeah, place. Yeah, bro. And my buddy Taylor, shout out to Taylor, he, um, he's super into pipe tobacco. And, like, there's a pipe tobacco. We should have him on one of our cigars and, cigars and coffee episodes because he, he bought a bunch of pipe tobacco from a store that was going out of business, and it's pipe tobacco that like, you can't get anymore. Now, pipe tobacco is cool because, like, and same with cigars that I didn't realize. Like, the older they are, as long as you've kept them sealed and either in a humidor with cigars or, like, sealed in a mason jar for pipe tobacco, it'll last for, like, ever. Oh, wow. And as it ages, it gets better and you get more flavors from it. Dang. So that's where it's probably more like wine than anything else. Even more like wine than like whiskey. Because whiskey, it's like aged in barrels. But you can have a 16-year-old lock of one 10 years from now. And it's the same as when it came out of the barrel. Right. It doesn't age anymore. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes But like sense. wine does. Right. Cigars do. So. Yeah. That's a good comparison. Yeah. Coffee, it's interesting. Like, if they're a whole bean... And they're sealed. I still, it that's still a uh, a consumable, like uh, beans and rice. Like, yeah. it's like the thing. It's the more thing like is, a food in that aspect. Yeah. Than it is, you know, right? I I, what I've heard though, the coffee beans themselves, if you don't roast them, they'll last forever. But as soon as you roast it, that clock starts ticking. And you can only prolong that clock, but you can't completely stop it. Okay. So, like, for me, I have that vacuum-sealed container I keep yep. the beans in. But I'll tell you, when I get to the bottom of it, yeah. after about a month, it you can kind of tell a difference. Like, it's not, 
it's not like it's like noticeably oh this tastes terrible but it just doesn't taste as good as like the first scoop that you get out of it so yeah that makes sense yeah dude it's not I was gonna look it up, but I, but I wonder why for the cigar. Like, is it just because the tobacco, the way it dries, or something? Like, like what would the what does length of time mean for that? Because it's already been dried and rolled. I don't know. It seems odd to me. It seems odd to you that it ages because it's been dried and rolled. It seems odd to me you get more flavor from it. Where's the flavor coming from? I think it just. Um, I think it's the flavor that was there. It's more prevalent with time. I just don't understand why. Because it's time to rest. Mm. I think I, I'm kind of going off what people have said. I don't know how accurate it is, but it seems like it's pretty accurate because that's what a lot of people say. No, yeah. If that's what the professionals say, they also recommend that, it like, before you smoke a cigar, take out your humidor and let it rest really? for a couple hours. Like I had these two sitting on top of my humidor for the last like three hours. You want wow, them to you be were like, ready for this. <laughs> yeah. You want these to be room temp. Gotcha. It's like when you're going to cook steak or something. Exactly. Take it out, let it sit, it gets room temp, yeah. Yep. Kind of comes to, like, the... Because you don't want it too cold, you don't want it too hot. It's good to be in, like, your house temperature. Yeah. You know, like, sense. 68 degrees, but... Right, so... Well, if it's your house, 60 degrees. <laughs> That's why the air conditioner was off in my room, though. Hmm. Nice. I'm dead on, bro. No mess. Yeah, when it comes to cigars and things that Will loves, he does not play games. <laughs> All in, buddy. All in since day one. Dude, it was like... It was after the last cigars and coffee. The judge really just kicked the fire in my rear. Yeah, it wasn't long after you sent me like pictures of all the stuff that you bought. The humidor, the 30 cigars or whatever you bought. I was like, dang, this guy's going in. Well, so first off, if you buy cigars online in bulk, you save a ton of money. Like anything. Of course. A ton of money. Like, this cigar at a cigar shop in town is $22. Each? Mm-hmm. This, what I'm smoking right now, this was $22? If you were to buy it If you buy it separate. in a cigar shop, like, at... This know, exact one? That's yeah. crazy. Because I've bought this one before. 22. It was $22. Oh, dude. You had this one, but it was stale. Oh, really? I swear, I've never seen one of these. It was rolled differently, uh, but it was the same. It was the Olivia V Milano Maduro. Gotcha. It wasn't a torpedo. It was the Ro- the Robusta or Robusta, however you say it. Robusta. Um, that makes twenty two dollars cigar. If you buy this online individually, in an, in thirteen bucks. If you buy it as a ten pack, it's one ten. One ten for how many? Uh, twelve pack. Oh yeah, that's a good deal. Yeah, that's a really good deal. <laughs> yeah, it's half the price. And a five pack is like sixty two or something like that. The more you get, the better the deal is. You know what I'm saying? Like the judge. Seventeen ninety nine cigar shop, cigars daily. It's like eleven bucks. A five pack, fifty bucks. Right. I don't think they sell ten pack of it. Yeah, 
But that's how they get you because in order to do that, you have to have a humidor because they'll get stale pretty quick. So like, that's why I order a humidor? Yep. Because I realized I'm going to start saving a ton of money by just ordering cigars online and having a supply. Yeah. Because I'm not going to just run to the cigar shop and be like, I don't want to smoke tonight. I don't smoke often. Right. But when I want to smoke, I want to smoke like now. <laughs> I, get in a, I get in like a mood. Yeah. Most of the time I smoke, it's like either a buddy's over. I never smoke alone. Yeah. Either a buddy's over or like the night I bought my house and moved in. One of my buddies had never had a really good cigar before. Gave him one. I didn't give him one of my top ones. Now <laughs> we got to break him in. Well, there was another deal. Just when, like me, you gave me a stale one first. Yeah, on Cigars <laughs> Daily. That was by. I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> on Cigars Daily, when I bought the ten or twelve, it was ten or twelve pack. I don't remember. You got a ten pack of free cigars from Olivia. And it's like a bunch of different ones that they have. Mm. I got a couple of Connecticut's. I got a couple of other ones. Now, Connecticut's are a pretty light cigar, but they're good. They're just different. So I had my buddy smoke a Connecticut. They're a little bit cheaper. It'd be like in the $7 per cigar range. Some guys would put that in their daily smoke category. Um, I think for a cigar to be in the daily smoke category, it's got to be like 4 bucks. Yeah, who's smoking a cigar every day? That's expensive. Or, I mean, that guy Tim with cigars daily does. I don't know. That's expensive. He smokes more than one every day. But they at cigars daily, they were saying that when they they look over every cigar they get in from every company to make sure the wrapper's not torn, that it's not moldy, and if it's any of those things, the employees get them. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> you can. Um, you can fix those things by doing certain things. Oh, yeah. But, but you're not going to sell that to people. Right, right. Like, they they sell cigar glue. It's not glue. It's, like, made with tobacco yeah, or right. whatever. But to fix the wrapper so you can smoke it. But And they sell it on their website if that happened to yours. Like, if your cigar got cracked and stuff. But, like, obviously, being a good company that they are, they're not going to sell it to you like that. So, they, they keep them for themselves. It's cool. I mean... So I got a 10 pack of Olivia cigars. So I ended up spending 120 bucks for like 22 cigars. Can't beat it. All right. It's like I've explained to you because I keep having to stop. <laughs> Charlotte, explain yourself. What's wrong with your kid? My wife is away. <laughs> it's been rough. <laughs> it's been like four hours since she left. It's felt like years. <laughs> She left at like 4.30 this afternoon. She comes back tomorrow at noon. I have the dog and Charlotte and the cat and the house. And me. And Jack. Will's babysitting me also. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So It's been a lot. First weekend alone with the kid. Like, anytime she makes a noise, I'm like, shoot, gotta go. But it went pretty good, right? I think, I think so. I think everything's going good. Like, yeah. she went down right away. She, uh, she's talking in her sleep. I thought she was, like, awake. Yeah, we kept hearing her I thought she was talking. Yeah. Because she, like, sits up in her crib now and, like, will just play and, like, talks to herself, like, in the dark. It's creepy. (laughs) Um, the cat was... like her dad. The cat was in there. (laughs) Got the cat out. The cat might have been waking her up. The cat's funny, dude. Like, Charlotte, we thought was sick. 
uh, this whole week, but ended up that she was teething and she had like three teeth pop out. It's like usually they get really nasally and they drool a lot and they have fevers and stuff when they're teething. Anyways, there was one night we had Charlotte sleep in our room because she was like up every couple of hours so she's easier to have her in our room. And I woke up in the middle of the night and the cat's like asleep on Charlotte's feet. Like just like chilling there. And Charlotte's like holding the cat's like head in her sleep. It's the cutest. So, hmm. cat's not nice to me, but the cat's nice to the baby. So, the cat's, well, more can you so ask the for. cat stays, I guess. <laughs> and now Charlotte has a connection with it. Imagine what she would do if she found out that her dad had to put the cat down. <laughs> Your dad took the cat out back, and he came back by himself. <laughs> the cat disappeared. Yeah, I'm not a big cat person. Jack grew up with cats. Okay, I we had one cat. Okay, because they don't die. Yeah, it just seems like we had a lot of cats, but yeah, Thomas lasted a long time. Dude, we had a, we had a friend growing up, and I'm pretty sure they buried their cat like three or four times. Who? Matt Greer. Their cat Libby. There were so many times that there would be a dead cat, and they were like, "Oh, that's our cat," because they had an outdoor cat. Yeah, it was always in that garage thing. Yeah. Dude, they buried, like, three other people's cats, thinking that it was their cat. That happened over three times. No. Dead serious. And then I remember Matthew telling me on, like, a pizza night on a Friday, like, yeah, we buried our cat yesterday. Freaking me and him walk outside to go play hide-and-seek in the dark or whatever. Cat sitting on the porch. <laughs> Shoot, bro. Like, the, and, and, like, you know, like. That cat uh, really does have nine Joel lives. Joel Plants was, like, nine lives, bro. It was a bird. No, dude, that was a raccoon, bro. Was it? Yeah, it's a raccoon. You take the point flashlight over there. You see eyes, bro. Let me know. Freaking twenty-two. That's freaking. That'd be funny. Live on the podcast, Will kills a raccoon. Won't be the first time. Yeah, it'd be for a podcast. Yeah, well, if you enjoyed that porcupine story, you might see a a real life version of that in a couple minutes here. I got subsonics in my room too, so like lock and load. Zero noise. Um anyways. So I thought, you know, so we're doing a long episode tonight because we got a cigar and they take like a good cigar can take like an hour to smoke. So one of our favorite episodes this year has been the rapid fire questions. I thought it'd be about time for another rapid fire questions. This time we're not taking This time no prep. Oh, boom, no. boom, 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 boom. And this. I'm gonna I'm gonna say um it's gonna be like truth or dare. I don't <laughs> know what you do though if you don't wanna answer. You mean would you rather? Is that what it is? That's I've seen this on easier. YouTube a couple times. What do you mean truth or dare? But they usually turn it into what, like a what drinking can we do? game, but I don't wanna do that. What kind of dares can you do? We're sitting down talking. Alright, we're just gonna do quite rapid fire. Don't have to complicate it. Are you a back sleeper, stomach sleeper, or side sleeper? <laughs> okay. Didn't we ask this last time? I don't know. I, th- I swear I gave this answer before. I sleep on my side unless I wake up and then I go back to bed. Then I lay, then I go on my stomach. Okay. Like if I wake up at like 8 or something and I can sleep in, for whatever reason, I'll sleep on my stomach for the next like hour. That's what I do on like Saturday morning, Sunday morning. I'm like... 
Yeah. Oh, dude. Wait, do that oh. again. <laughs> what? My hand will be like, oh. And I'm like, what is Face that? in the pillow. It's like. Yeah. Sometimes I'm so tired, I like, grab onto the headboard, the metal headboard, and I'm like. Why? Anyways, you ask your question. Why? I sleep weird, bro. I sleep super weird. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, you know that. I sleep super weird. And I can sleep anywhere. I literally could fall asleep here right now. You gave me like five, ten minutes out cold till the morning. Who, who was it? I think it was you that that one time. It was like an RYC thing or something. We were all sleeping down in the basement, and like I, I thought it was your house or mine. It was yours. I think you were asleep, and Matt Greer was up, and he hit you in the face with a Lord of the Rings action figure, or it was oh, the other way around? Yeah. Oh, Matthew, I mean, it was like Gandalf or something. Yeah, <laughs> to wake you up. And I didn't even wake up. Yeah, I remember that. No, that was crazy. Yeah, yeah. you were a heavy sleeper. Yeah, he hit you with that freaking action I figure. I still am, bro. I cannot. I do not wake up. Hit you with a Gandalf. I do not wake <laughs> up, bro. Nah, no bueno. All right. My question is cigar-related. Okay. So... Out of all the cigars that you've had now, what's your favorite brand of cigar? My father. That's who makes the judge, right? Yeah, that's who makes yeah. the judge, and they make a bunch of other really good ones. Um, I've only had two cigars from them, mm-hmm. but just based off reviews and everything, my father, top of the line, put out really good. They're still owned by the original family who started the company, so it's cool. And then my second would be Olivia. Nice. I want to know, did you ever go back to that one cigar shop that we went to originally, that really creepy one where the guy came up to the door and he was like, greetings, no. gentlemen. <laughs> no. But did we ever mention that on here? No. Oh, my goodness. So That was terrifying. I got my hair cut. Yeah. And yeah. we met at this cigar shop next door. Yeah. On like Monroe Ave or something. It's like right, yeah, in the city somewhere. Yeah. It's like near Park. I don't even know where it is. And it's really not far from, like, the museum. Yeah, it's, like, right there, yeah. Yeah. Strong museum. So, we, like, walk in. It's really dark in there. Yeah. I don't think there's a freaking light in there. I don't think so. And I'm pretty sure there's a cigar lounge in the back right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were, like, old dudes in there smoking. Yeah. I really didn't pay much attention because this, like, huge Italian dude. Italian? Is that the right, would you say? Oh, definitely Italian. Big Italian dude goes, good evening, gentlemen. Or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah, Good as you're walking towards us, yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, it, it, it could have been like Count Dracula. It was terrifying. It's freaking weird. And we didn't know <laughs> anything. We were getting some cigars for my bachelor party. So we got some flavored cigars, knowing nothing. Now, flavored cigars, I probably couldn't even stomach that now, knowing what I know and appreciating what I appreciate. A flavored cigar is like having hazelnut coffee. It's like you should not infuse tobacco or infuse coffee with some chemical flavor because... People drink it every morning. The light don't shine where your brain is. All right? You hear that, Dad? (laughs) Eight o'clock hazelnut. (laughs) Disgusting. (laughs) Trash. Pathetic. Not for everybody. So that's what we bought. We bought some... Rum, like rum something cigars. Yeah, it was like a random flavor. 
It was like it was like rum caramel or something. It was something weird like that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. Like I like rum. That must be good. I'm like, I'll get you know, I'll get freaking blasted while I smoke it. And I'm like, this is great. <laughs> and we bought six. A couple of them. Yeah. I ended up smoking like four of them. <laughs> because I was super nervous before my wedding. I'm like, <laughs> freaking smoking and drinking anything. And then it came my way. I'm like, gone. I'm like. To throw up from nervousness. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, and you made us wear kilts. <laughs> Best thing I ever did. <laughs> Honestly, like as much as I hated that in the moment, that's pretty cool. I mean, no, how many people can really say that they went, they were in a wedding and had to wear a kilt? Not just that, dude. It was a traditional. I gave you massive heads up. I told you I was gonna have kilts on my way when I was like ten. And all of you guys were like, I'm never doing that. I'm never doing that. It made me so happy when all of you were wearing them. <laughs> I was like, it was like almost the biggest prank. But at the same time, it was real. So it was legit. But you had to wear it too, so. So much for your But prank. I wanted to. Yeah. <laughs> but then I had everybody switch into jeans and stuff for the reception. Yeah. Which I think worked out well. Yeah. Those things got hot. Those yeah. kilts. It was hot that day, right? I don't really yeah, remember. Yeah, it was, yeah. Stokey Farms. Sweet place. Sweet venue. Yeah, Just did our nice. family pictures there. Um, let me see here. No prep works. Tough, dude. Tough. Yeah, you're the one that decided to do this. I know. I had a <laughs> Come on, question. what's your question? I had a question in mind. What age did you start doing your own laundry? I don't even know the answer to that. Um... Uh, well, I might have been a senior in high school. That might have been one. Okay. But honestly, I can't really remember. It was a while ago. I was like... I just started doing like my clothes when I like... I think I was a freshman in high school. But like, I didn't have to do them all. But it was kind of like... I had a laundry day. It was like Thursday or something. And like, I was supposed to do most of my clothes. And I did most of my stuff. My mom did a little bit of stuff, but I did most of it. Well, it wasn't like my mom like totally like screw me and let me into the pigs or whatever. It's like if I was like, "Hey, mom, kind of busy." <laughs> Led me to the pigs. Can, can you do my clothes? And you know, yeah, it's kind of more like just taking a little bit off my mom's plate. I think at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. tough because we asked a bunch of questions I keep thinking of the same questions I asked you last time hmm. um, alright if you're going out to eat somewhere let's say let's say with Nikki you're going out for a date where would you go what's the, like the first place that comes in your, into mind to go for our a date? normal like place to go out is Jeremiah's really mm-hmm so not fancy at all. <laughs> not really. I mean, I guess like price wise, it's kind of up there. Like it's yeah, no, it's not cheap. It's, it's no different cheap. than Longhorn, really, price yeah. wise. Because I get wings. And like ten wings is like twenty bucks. Yeah, it's not cheap. And then like a beer is like ten bucks. Yeah. And my wife wants a glass of wine. That's fifteen bucks. So like it, it's usually a sixty dollar out to dinner plus tips. So. Um, yeah, Jeremiah's probably, and we just like Jeremiah's. We know a lot of the waitresses because no, Grace make, used to work yeah, there. That makes sense for you. It's kind of like, there's a couple of waiters that like, Nikki went to college with. 
it's just kind of like our our watering hole, if you will. Like it's kind of like our spot, you know. Um, I love their wings. Their burgers are great. Oh, their bee sting sauce is That's so good. That's my favorite one. Uh, their loaded fries are great. They don't. Th- yeah, they do not mess around over there. Their no. food, man, awesome. Their food is so good. And I'm like, I love cooking at home. So when I go out to eat, I want to go out and get something I'm not great at cooking. So, like, I rarely go to, like, Longhorn Steakhouse anymore because I really feel like I've perfected making steak to the point that I cannot handle stomaching steak at a restaurant. It's like it never wow. comes out the way I want. Number two. I agree with that. The price is, like, I'm like, okay, this delicious steak was 30 bucks. Well, I can get really good steak and get, like, three of them. For thirty bucks, right? And I'm like, that's three lunches. Yeah. So I can eat steak almost every day this week if I don't go Longhorn. And I would sure. rather have three of my own steaks three days in a row than have <laughs> one mediocre steak, right? One night. Yep. So like Valentine's Day, we went to Longhorn. Nikki's birthday, she really wanted to go to Cheesecake Factory. She likes Cheesecake Factory a lot. I like it too. We haven't been there. We figured we hadn't been there since before we got married. It's been three years. Wow. And it was our first time back. I think part of that was like COVID in 2020 and like all that stuff. It was shut down, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of out of the way. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's in Penfield, right? Yeah, it is. So it's like 30, 40 minutes from us. It's kind of a ways. That is out there. Um, So <laughs> we went there and man, good food. Oh, it's good great. Food. It's great. I forgot how good it is. I forgot how big their menu is. That's the only downside, I think, is how big the menu is. Now, prices have gone up a lot because we sat at the bar waiting for our table, and I got one Moscow mule. My wife got a sangria. That was 30 bucks. Really? Sangria and a Moscow mule. 30 bucks. Gone. And then um, I got this, like, fancy, like, steak sandwich on a toasted, like, French bun. Oh, yeah. You know, and we got like crab and spinach dip <laughs> and bougie fried mac and cheese. Oh, yeah. And I think, think Nikki got some kind of like chicken French or something. Mm. Or she might have gotten a cheeseburger, like a really nice cheeseburger, too. She got a cheeseburger with sweet potato fries, and then she got a chocolate cheesecake, and then I got my favorite. Key lime cheesecake. That's interesting. It's one of my favorites. I like key lime pie a lot. Oh, I love key lime pie. And key lime cheesecake is not much different. Oh, it's completely different. I hate cheesecake. Have you, yeah, but have you had key lime? No, and I never will. I do not eat cheesecake. I don't eat anything with cream cheese in it except for bagels. That is one thing that people think is weird about me, but I will only eat cream cheese on bagels. And I eat bagel with cream cheese every single morning for breakfast. I will not eat, if it if you have frosting, if you have cream cheese frosting, not eating it. Let me ask you this. Oh. Yeah, that's cream cheese. I put cream cheese in my buffalo chicken wing dip. Don't like it. Yeah, you do. You don't like my buffalo chicken wing dip? Really? No. Why? <laughs> Because it's got cream cheese in it. How'd you know? I don't like it, dude. I don't like buffalo wing dip. Alright, your question. <laughs> this guy. Or my question. You asked the where you go out. Yeah. Okay.
Now, if you could buy any car you want, what would it be? <laughs> that's, I mean, that's not really a, like, what's the price range? Up to one fifty. Hundred fifty thousand. Yep. Hmm. <laughs> now that's a good question. Um. That's a pretty big price range. So I would. You know, I love my BMWs. I would definitely get the new M4. Nice. I like For the sure. M4 a lot. For sure. Yeah. I like the old M4 too. Yep. From the, the one back. from my generation. Yeah. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. All black. Yeah, they're. I, I just. Yeah, BMWs are just beautiful. <laughs> if I was in that price range, though, it'd probably be a Mercedes G wagon for me. Good luck paying for gas. <laughs> gas guzzler. Based off of what I own right now, do you think I really could? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Yeah, G wagons are no joke. These things are great. I don't look at the gas pump. I just, <laughs> I just pump. Swipe the card and put the pump in. Yeah. Every time I get a Red Bull, I fill up my truck. My goodness. <laughs> that's a good. That's my next question. You have to get rid of one of these, and and then you can never have it ever again. <laughs> you have to remove it from the, the. You have to remove it from existence. From the rotation. Mountain Dew, Red Bull. <laughs> Rain or or uh, Diet Coke, right? Diet Coke's the one you drink. Coke Zero. Coke Zero. That's what it is. Out of those four, Ra- uh, uh, Mountain Dew, Rain, Red Bull, Coke, Coke Zero. Zero. You have to it, like you can never have it again, and Mountain you forget Dew. what it tastes Mountain like. Mountain Dew. Wow. All day. I barely ever have Mountain Dew now. Dang. Yep. I drink Rain, Red Bull, and I drink Coke Zero all the time. If I were to ask you that question five years ago, maybe ten years ago. It would have been ten years ago. It would have been no chance. Mountain Dew's number one. I would Coke Zero is the close second only because they just changed it. Did they? Like the formula? Yeah. So they like rebranded and it's Coke Zero Sugar. It doesn't say Coke Zero anymore, and I can taste the difference. Now I still like it, but it's definitely different. It's more similar to real Coke, which I think was the original goal, goal of Coke Zero. But you but like Coke the taste Zero of Coke Zero more. Turned into its own Coke, yeah. and they've like taken it off the shelves. Now I think that has something to do with during COVID, a lot of companies lost access to alternatives to things like sugar and aspartame. Uh, so the diet industry had a really hard time, and I think that they found a new alternative that made the formula a little bit different it made it taste a little bit different and they had to rebrand because it didn't fall under the Coke Zero brand but they also couldn't provide Coke Zero anymore because that resource is like super expensive to get or extremely difficult because of things like that ship that got stuck in that canal oh yeah China Japan uh, Thailand getting you know possibly invaded all these different things play into me not getting freaking Coke Zero which could play into the next world war Welcome back to the Conspiracy Theorists. Did you bring your tinfoil hat with you? Because it's going to be a bumpy ride. (laughs) Uh, Interesting. Your question. No, that was mine. I asked you about... No, I asked you what you could remove. Oh, shoot. That's right. 
Dang. I'm not getting out of this. Do you want kids? <laughs> Whoa, now we're getting deep. <laughs> that was getting a little too surface. Now we're getting, like, life-changing decisions here. Um, I have my bisectomy uh, scheduled. <laughs> I'm sure you did. <laughs> no. Um, I don't know, honestly. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. I like kids. Probably depends on the girl. Yeah, I think it does, yeah. Because I, I like kids, but I don't know. Big commitment. It's hard to think about kids if you're not in a serious relationship, too. Like, yeah, I would say for right now, if you were asking me, like, and you are asking me right now, obviously, right now I'd say not at the time being, right. but maybe in the future. Okay. Yeah, I'm not, like, opposed to it, but I'm not, like... Right, like, if you married the right girl and she was like, yeah, hey, I want two kids. I'm, But I'm not, like... like, no. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm not sitting here also, like, I have to have kids. I'm gonna, like... Like, if you met a girl that didn't want kids, you'd be okay with that, too. Yeah. You're kind of like... Exactly. Which is kind of how you are with everything. Yeah. I just kind of roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just that's, here for a I time. figured that's what your answer kind of was, but... Yep. All right. Um, if you could get the top-of-the-line truck from any brand, <laughs> which brand would you go with? <laughs> which brand or which... Which bag. brand, but then which which truck would it be that they make? You had to pick. So Ford, GMC, Dodge. All right. Um, so obviously the only the only runners I would say are Ford, you know, Chevy, GMC, which are Chevy and GMC are like the same, and then Dodge. Don't talk to me about Toyota. Don't I didn't talk to me about it. Nissan. Nope. Uh, um, if I was looking at smaller trucks, I would consider Tacoma. Obviously, that's small. We're not truck. talking about that. Out, but. Um, as it stands right now, I, I'd be hard pressed because the Ford the Fords look really nice. The new ones are nice. Yeah, super clean. Love the buy style. Their paint job looks great. I like their color options a lot. But my favorite overall truck look and trim package is the GMC AT4. AT4. So what is that? That's a step above Denali, and they just added it in 2019. Okay, gotcha. And it, uh, so it's like everything Denali has, but then it's got a couple things. Like, you know, each sheet has, says AT4 on it. It's got marker lights on all the wheel wells. Um, there's a bunch of cool little things like that. Um, they have a midnight edition of it. It looks sick. Come fully tinted, all blacked out. The smoke, the, all the marker lights are smoked, you know. Dang. Black rims. Um, you know. I would get that in diesel, too. And uh, that thing for your rips. It's like nice truck. And it's like, I mean, if you bought it new, it's like 85. Jeez. So. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's the thing with trucks right now. is like... Expensive. It's like, do you want BMW or do you want a truck? And it's pretty much like... It's oddly... There's actually a funny... I think I've sent it to you before, that TikToker with the guy, he's like running a welder off his truck. He's like, you, you brag about your financial standing and your and your Mercedes or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's I like, that, I got yeah. more money than that in the back of my truck. Yeah, it's like some dude out of the middle of nowhere, middle of Louisiana or he's something. He's like, I just need, the, I need this truck just to make a living. Yeah. He's like, I got more money tied up in my welding machine. 
or something right, like that. Right. Which is true, and that's kind of the world I live in. Like, you live in your truck, so the next thing besides your bed in your house that you spend your money on, it's like your truck. It's not like other people where they're like, well, I just need to get to work. So I'm going to get like the lowest trim package, Honda Civic, because I only have a 10-minute commute. It's like, well, and I work from home three days a week. It's like, well, yeah, I don't think I would really care about my car either. At the same time, if I had that, I would want a really nice car because I'm like, oh, I'll, I barely drive it. I'm going to keep it in great shape. The expenses will be low on it. Cool. But I like vehicles. so That's the thing. It all comes down to what you value. You know, a lot of people, they spend a lot of money on going out to eat every other night. I don't yeah. do that at all. I'd barely go out to eat as it is. Yeah. I'd rather spend money in my car. <laughs> we order pizza in once a week, I think. And that's more out of convenience. Yeah. Yeah. Just comes down to values. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> look, at right. this, look at this claw going. That's mint, dude. That's mint. It's definitely about to fall off, but yeah. <laughs> the claw. How long do you think you're going to keep this BMW for before you get the next one? Um, Definitely once I pay it off, totally. Which I'm almost done, actually, paying it off. Oh, you've been already. overpaying on it? Oh, yeah. Nice, dude. Congrats. Yeah. Um, well, it's not paid off yet, but we're getting there. Getting pretty close. Dude, I have one payment. I have two payments left on my wife's car. Nice. That feels good. When you know it's like, oh, I only have 400 bucks on this, you know you can pay it off. But my interest rate's so low, it's like, <laughs> I'll just wait the, till the end of October, I guess. Right. It's kind of dumb, but whatever. Yeah, so definitely once that, get pay, that gets paid off for sure. And then I don't know. I don't know what I'll do next. I want to I wanna keep this car for as long as possible. So would you think about getting another BMW and making it like your, like a second car and making it like your summer car and keeping that one really mint? Like a, I don't think I'd. I have a real, real reason to have two cars. There's just not like for you it makes sense because Nikki needs to have something when you're not right. around. For me, I really just need one vehicle. Yeah, and I just sold my second truck, and yeah, I thought you don't need it. Well, I thought like I'm like, oh man, I'll hold on to my old truck. Like I might need it. It's an expensive thing the, to might need. And the poor stupid thing just sat there rotting away. It's like such a waste. Yeah. You know, it's a waste. Would you get something else? <laughs> and now we got live fireworks. <laughs> That's funny. That's right. It's like right next door. That's crazy. I live in the middle of nowhere, by the way. So it's like one of three people. Yeah, it's really funny. And I'm one of those three people. That wasn't me. <laughs> um, I, have, I have friends in the area that have fireworks, but it's not them. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what I'll do next, honestly. I love my Beamer, but, you know, maybe I'll try a different car. Move into a different brand, who knows? We'll see. Um, yeah. All right. Question for you. So, now that you've lived in your own house for a couple weeks what is the biggest downside so far to owning your own property I have a funny it's kind of a funny story about this 
I think I mentioned it actually, maybe on a podcast we recorded. What? Well, I, I don't know if this counts. Let me. I'll ask you if this counts. It might not. My appliance situation. Yeah, you did mention. Would that, you though. count that? Yeah, no, that's that's definitely. Yeah, so like figure that out. Somebody offered to buy us, you know, brand new appliances. The house came with some. <clears throat> so somebody bought you appliances. Yeah, Nikki's grandfather. But couldn't couldn't have been at a worse time, I guess, in terms of the because market. Because of the market. Yeah. Nine perfect just... time in, in in terms of when you moved in would have been perfect. If it had gotten there right then. But not how it worked out. So my wife's like, oh sweet, we'll make a few hundred bucks our appliances. I'm like, yeah, just be careful because like shipping dates are moving around a lot these days just because people can't find truckers, people can't find people to deliver, whatever reason. She's like, yeah, yeah, you know, whatever. Like, I'm like, yeah, you know, like I used to deliver appliances. I'm just letting you know, like crap's not, <laughs> crap's not great right now, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I know, I know, I know, but, you know, like, you know, and I get it, like, she saw money, and when I see cash, I'm like, all right, here you go, (laughs) 20 bucks is 20 bucks, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Anyways, so, don't put that on a (laughs) t-shirt. So, anyways, you know, we sell the washer and dryer. She's like, hey, babe, I got them paying another 150 bucks for you to drive it and deliver it. Um. It was like 45 minutes away. Like 150 bucks, 45 minutes away, two hours of driving. You know, that's 75 bucks an hour. I'm like, mint. That's good. That's a good hourly rate. Perfect. I'm stoked. And I'm like, not really thinking about it at this point. I'd already told her, like, you need to make sure to be careful. You know, I didn't really want to sell this stuff till our new stuff came in. I get it, though. She didn't want the clutter hanging around. Right. I get it. Next day, last Saturday, sells the stove. And I'm like, great, now we can't make eggs. She's like, only till Wednesday? They're coming Wednesday. Get a call Tuesday. Hey, your stove's not coming. Till October 6th. October 6th. Now, this was like the 12th or the 13th of September. Now, at the time, we didn't say that included the washer and dryer. Until Wednesday. When the washer and dryer didn't come. Then my wife spent hours on the phone with Home Depot and managers and blah, blah, blah. They're trying to pull and get the washer and dryer for us at least. It's tough, man. That freaking sucks. My laundry's been getting done at like my in-laws, my parents. like, And everybody's been really great. We're kind of cycling through everybody's washer and dryer. The thing is, like, I get really dirty clothes at work. And I need You're a dirty clothes. guy. I'm a dirty guy too. Um, <laughs> and I go through probably three t-shirts a day, alone. So like, I sweat a lot. I mean, I, I wear a t-shirt to work. I'll shower. I might go back out and mow for myself. Then I shower, and then I put a t-shirt on, hang out in my house. It's not hard for me to go through two to three, sometimes even four t-shirts, depending on what's going on. Like if I go to the gym. Easily three to four t-shirts. That's a lot. Yeah. A lot of socks, a lot of boxers, a lot of fun stuff. The only thing I like will re-wear are pants. I'll wear the same pair of pants for like two, maybe three days. Depending on what I'm doing. Yeah, pants, you're, you're good. Especially if I'm wearing them for work. It's like, whatever. Um, 
But yeah, so like laundry's big. That's why I own so many t-shirts too. It's like I literally go through a bunch of my t-shirts every week just because of that. Um, yeah. So that kind of I don't know if that answers your question fully, but that's no, that pretty. Does. That's a pain in the freaking. So balls. appliances. That's something you probably wouldn't even think about. Because you think about moving into a new house, you, you're worried about moving all your furniture, making sure everything's good with that, making sure your electricity's on, your water, gas, all that stuff. You're not really thinking about your appliance situation. And if somebody's telling you they're going to buy you new ones, you're probably just thinking, oh, yeah, perfect. They'll just, you know, we'll get them in, get the old ones out, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. Before you know it, you got rid of the old ones and the new ones aren't coming yet. <laughs> and before COVID, you probably would have been okay. Yeah. Not After right COVID, now. not so much. You are screwed. And we're kind of in a bind, too, because we're like, well, we'll refund you, and you can order something different. It's like, oh, but will I get, have the same problem? And then is that going to push me out even farther than that at that point? So I'm sticking with it now. Yeah, is yeah. what it is. And the stove we ordered is sick. It's got a griddle in the middle. That's cool. For pancakes wow. and stuff. I've never seen that before. Yeah, That's cool. Hmm. Is it a glass top or? No, it's gas. Really? Yeah, so it's got four burners and then a griddle in the middle. That's fantastic. For like bacon and stuff, too. That's what you mean. Oh, man. I need to come over when you get that going. <laughs> About to cook up a feast. You can house it and watch my cat. <laughs> Not with those cameras. I'll even turn them off. You can even unplug them. <laughs> Will and his cameras, man. I had to watch his house one time, and... Oh, that was just creepy, man. I was in Virginia, and I was just messing with this dude. I was, like, turning music on and off. And, like, no, no, no. That's not what was scary. What was I scary? was sitting on your couch watching whatever on TV, and then all of a sudden I hear this electric movement, like gears moving. Like, Oh, the camera moves on its own, too. No, 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 no. no. Was but that was, It was you moving because oh. you were panning across the room to find where I was. I turn over my shoulder and the camera's just staring right at me. And then I get a text from you like, hey, how are you liking whatever show was on? And I'm like, dude. I was just messing with you. This is too much. I'm not, I told you, I told you. I was like, I'm not watching your house again. If I have cameras. But what if I unplug them? And besides, maybe. uh, My wife wants me to get outdoor cameras and only have outdoor cameras. It's, okay, that makes more sense. It's weird having them in your house, dude. I know. If somebody hacks that, they're watching you walk around your house. That doesn't make you nervous? They can watch me walk around naked. It's fine. That freaks me out. I don't know. To each their own, I guess. (laughs) Homeland Security wants to watch me walk from the shower to my bedroom. That's fine. Good on them. Well. Um... That's an open invitation. That was your question? Yeah, about the appliances. Okay. Or you're moving in, basically. Worst thing about it. All right. Um, if, you, I don't know, what's your favorite bottle of wine and what kind of wine? Oh, shoot. Um good question I and the price point another good question wine is one of those things where I'm kind of nervous to really get into because I don't want it to turn into like my coffee obsession where I start buying like $60 bottles of wine consistently same same. 
So then I'll never serve it. Right. So for now, I'm good with like ten to fifteen dollar bottle of wine. And that's where I'm at. Nineteen Crimes is right at that price line. So I drink a lot of their stuff because I and like you it. You like their stuff? Yeah, it's it's decent. I mean, it's not the best. Obviously, Do you get good flavor from it though. It, it could be better, but it could also be worse. It's not a box wine. You know. That's least, how I feel about Josh though too. It's very similar to Josh wine. Josh yeah. is great. And it's just I, like that. Yeah. I like their cabs. Is it a cab that you like? I've dude, I've had a lot of their different stuff, and I like pretty much all of it. What's your favorite? Cab Merlot. Your red wine, dude, right? That's the thing. I like both. You I like just white, last last weekend I had a really nice California Chardonnay. Really. And it was fantastic. I like some Chardonnays. But you have to. The thing is, and I'm, I am starting to get into it, which I know is dangerous because <laughs> that's gonna break the bank. Um, but you had like it. You know, it depends on what you're eating and stuff like that. You know, what goes with what. So I don't know very much at all when it comes to wine, but I do know, you know, red goes with dark meats, you know, a white should go with like light meats, like chicken and stuff. So like Friday night, I was cooking up, like, cooking up a good chicken meal with like vegetables and potatoes and stuff. So I had a nice white wine and it paired really well with it. Um, I forgot where it was from. It wasn't like noticeably paired well. Yeah. It just, you were like, this is freaking hits the spot. Right. And if it had been a red wine, it just would have seemed odd and, and wrong. So. I am starting to get into stuff like that and kind of... I know well, it's dangerous. I'm hey, we could go down that route. I got a nice cab in the house right now. Do you? <laughs> you might have to crack it open. <laughs> um, no, but I honestly... We could do another After Dark episode tonight. Let's do it. <laughs> but we uh, the thing is, like, going back to your question about, you know, am I red or white wine? I know a lot of people are. Like, they like specific ones. That's me. Like, I'm more red... Yeah. But, dude, that really goes with me. Like, I really rarely... I eat chicken out of pure need for protein. I don't really like chicken that much. Like, I like it, but I don't. Like, I would rather have steak. I would rather have venison. Um, right. And I like darker whiskeys. Like, scotch is a really strong, bold whiskey. Um, Red Breast is a, a lighter Irish whiskey that... I like it a lot, but it's spicy, and I like spicy things. I'm, I like bold flavors. And white wine, same with cigars. And everything I have is bold, and it's what I like. And I finally had a couple cabs last year, and I had never had wine I liked. And I, my wife likes wine a lot, so I've, had, I've tried wine for... She's been having me try wine for like six years. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll have a sip of this, like, bleh. You know... And uh, I think I had a buddy over, and he's kind of into wine. He's like, bro, you, you're into all this other stuff. <laughs> you need to get into wine. You need to, he's like, you love cooking. You need to get into – and he said something like Dave Smith said to me about beer. There's beer for everyone. He's like, there's wine for everyone. You just have to find it, and you have to, like, you know, build your palate up. Yeah, 100%. And he's like, you – and, you know, he knew he knows me pretty well. And he's like, you know, you like bold flavors? He's like, you really probably need to have a cab. Had a cab, dude. Loved it. And, uh... Cabs are great. And it was a California. It was in 2017. It's like a $30 bottle, I think. Maybe 26 some of that. It was awesome. It was like a Capoli or Capola or something. Yeah. Brand. Loved yep. it. And I've had a lot of those since. I like... I found Josh. He's like a nice affordable cab. 19 Crimes has a nice affordable cab, kind of the 15. 
dollar range. Um, and yeah, I've looked at the fifty dollar, ninety dollar bottles. I'm like, man, like that's not <laughs> that bad. I'm like thinking, I'm like, I'll spend more than that on a bottle of whiskey. But right. I'm like, wait a second. You open up a bottle of whiskey, can last you forever. Yeah, I've had some bottles of whiskey for two years now. That wine has to be drank in the next like twelve hours, maybe twenty four. I have like a a capper thing that goes back on, like those rubber. Yeah. But how long? Did, like, once you get that aeration in there. Yeah, you 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 can drink it, but it's not. Yeah, you're not drinking it for more than a couple days. Like you, by then it's disgusting. You'll taste it. It tastes terrible. Yeah, but you can drink it. Yeah. I've used it for cooking at that point. Yeah, you can do that. You could you drink know, it two nights well, in a row though, and you'll be okay. It won't I mean, be as my, good. Me and my wife have done that, and I'm yeah. like, eh. And almost every time I open it, I'm like, Psh, gotta finish it, so I do. But yeah, that's just how I am. I I really like, but I like calves, and I. I would like to build up a collection of nice wines over the next few years, but it's going to take time, and I'm definitely not going to be, expensive. like, handing it out. No offense to anybody who comes over, but I'm not going to be like, hey, here's my, you know, what was $40 bottle of wine, but they don't make any more. It's from 2017, and now it's worth 100 bucks. I'm not necessarily going to serve that. But that's something that also kind of impre- puts an impression on me about wine. It's like you could buy a forty dollar bottle now, and that wine goes up in value as it sits on your shelf, unopened. And I like stuff like that. I think that's cool. There's a cool. I, I think there's something to say about the stuff we're into. There has to be a, a cool factor. Yeah, for sure. Um, a guy watching YouTube is a gear guy. It's kind of weird. <laughs> Wrangler star. Oh yeah. Um, when he talks about like a new knife or something, he'll be like, "This uh, gives me the fizz." That's what he says, the fizz. And it's like kind of like it just like kind of turns my wheels, gets me excited. And that's like something about wine that gets me excited. It's like, oh wow, that's a sweet claw, dude. I know. <laughs> Look at that sucker. Look at that claw. Fantastic. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of. That's definitely where I'm at, like... Yeah. Interesting. Like, I definitely... I've, I've had really great white wines. I've had really great dark red wines also, and I like both of them. Like, I don't like... I don't like the super... Like, a Pinot Noir. I don't love those so much, I would say. Those are a little bit too dark for me. Um, I don't know if I've ever had one. I think those are darker than cabs. Okay. It's... I don't really, I've had, I've, well, I've only had, like, one or two, and I didn't really like it, um, but, yeah. I find Merlots are a little sweet for me. Hmm. I haven't had a Merlot in a while. I don't remember what those days like. I'm trying to think. I had a Merlot recently, though, and I loved it, so, it, it also depends on branding. Yeah, it, there's a lot that goes into price, it. Price, brand, yeah. the year, the, 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 the vineyard. Yep. All this stuff, just like coffee, just like cigars, just like whiskey, just like cars, it all comes down to where it's made, how it's made, you know, who's making it. Yep. And if it ain't made in Germany, I ain't driving it. <laughs> That's how I live my life. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you probably will forever, but... <laughs> 
Next, I'm getting a Mercedes. And then a Porsche. I thought that was a good question. Yeah, whose question was that? That was mine. What was the question? I asked who what your favorite wine was. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good question. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, man, I don't even know anymore. I mean, we asked a lot of questions. We know each other so well. I know, I'm trying, yeah, it's hard to think of stuff that, like, they wouldn't know, but I know. But I don't know. <laughs> Come on, dude. Yeah, something. I think most people just know who you are anyways, just by, anybody that's met you pretty much knows what you're about within the first five minutes of their conversation. Pretty much. Yeah. I think that's why I interview really well. Hmm. Like, I've never, to this day... Well, you're an open book. Like it's I've like never, I've gotten a job offer at every interview I've ever had. Really? Yeah. Or I've gotten offered a second interview, and if I've gone to the second interview, then I've gotten a job offer. Always, even for jobs I don't think I was qualified for. And I think it's just purely out of, I'm completely honest in interviews. And I'm really transparent. And I'm like above and beyond like about like this is what I know how to do and this is what I don't. And like I don't care. Like this I am. Um, I don't try to BS at all. Like super transparent. Um, yeah like uh, somebody asked me in an interview recently they were like uh, what does success mean to you? And I got the interviewer to start crying. <laughs> no way. Yeah, bro. Dead straight. On Zoom. No. What is, on okay, Zoom. so what, what answer did you give him? Now, this is going to be rough because I don't remember the exact wording. But I was like, yeah, that's actually been something I've been really struggling with for the last year or so. You know, ever since COVID hit and things like that, um, uh, after, you know, kind of slowing my business down and having to shut it down, you know, I've had to really rethink what I thought success was. You know, I kind of thought that I had failed because... I wasn't still doing my business, and I like went through this whole thing about <laughs> what I thought success used to be, and how my perspective had changed to being more about uh, success is really based off of who you are as a person. Are you, you know, are you an honest and uh, respectable person? Are you, are you honorable? You know, that's what I did. I was super transparent, honest, told her exactly how I felt, but also like added a little bit more extra emotion behind it yeah. than I normally would because I'm not really an emotional person. But you gotta sell it. I guess so. <laughs> it's like I'm getting this job. But I can sell anything, so Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. But then I turned her down and she never emailed me back. So. <laughs> you left that woman scarred. She was crying in tears and she's just like, Wow. That was Yeah, that I was like super respectful too. She like, offered me like, this is what we can pay you. We'd like to have you come meet in with our commercial manager or whatever. And I was like, yeah. So, like, I actually took another job yesterday. And I, uh, I'm really sorry. Thanks for the opportunity. And, you know, never emailed me back. That's all you can say. I'm like, wow. I feel bad for you. Dang it. <laughs> that, that was a massive That was a big <laughs> That was so big. Dang. Another one bites the dust. I've relived this like a hundred times. Dang, so talk dude. Talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. 
That's the thing about it. I think the key is just consistently hitting it, like just so it doesn't. Not go too out. much. Not too little. Right. It's kind of like this perfect. I think I'm getting better at that because in the past I've had to keep relighting it, but this time I haven't relit it one time. My buddy Chris smoking. never relights, but he burns through them so fast. He could smoke two or three at the time I did smoke one. So yeah, good news is there's no neighbors behind us, but the bad news is there's like a freaking highway right there. Well, there's a million trucks too, just like rolling through. Driving up and down. Rolling up coal. And down. We live out in the middle of nowhere now, will those. <clears throat> yep. Crazy. Don't know what happened to that raccoon. But yeah, this is definitely... Longest episode in Java Experiment history. Yeah. We've been going for a minute now. Like two hours? Yeah, and this uh, cigar has lasted the entire time. And I've had some pretty nice-sized claws out of it. And, you, yeah, you haven't had to relight. No. Which is, that means that you're consistently smoking it, and it's lasted that long. This is a solid smoker. That's cool. I'm telling you, this thing right here is my new favorite. I wouldn't go based off of me, because I had to leave, deal with Charlotte and stuff, and it's gone out bunch of times but still got good flavor still really smooth still what do you think about that last third you feel like it's been pretty smooth yeah not really changed at all dude a consistent Consistent. flavor through the entire thing from start to finish is rare and super good that's like and 22 dollars (laughs) worth yeah that's crazy how expensive these things are but it does last a long time. Like, you're talking two hours. And this is the thing, dude. I got into cigars. Why can't I get into wine? Because once you start light a cigar, it's done. <laughs> the more you know. I think my wife would like me to get into it. Like, I got into whiskey. Just because I built, would build her collection up, essentially. But I also don't want, like, women coming over for freaking Bible studies. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you guys opened that $120 bottle. Thank you. That's great. And they, like, they would be completely content with a $15 bottle of, like, white wine out of the fridge. Yeah. And that's the, that is the problem. Like, it's the same thing as coffee. If somebody comes over, because we've got, like, Black Rifle on our shelf, but if somebody comes over and they don't drink that and they drink mine, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> My coffee is not cheap. Yeah. And that's how I feel about whiskey too. It's like, I'll ask people. I'm 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 not mean about it, but I'm also kind of like, so like, what do you normally drink? Like when it's whiskey, coffee, beer, beer too. I'm like, what do you normally drink at home? If they're like, oh, I drink Bush. I'm like, oh, I think I have Jenny in my cooler out bag. If they're like, oh, I like you know, I like uh, I like the Vermont Alchemist. I'm like, oh, so you like you like good beer. <laughs> this guy's serious. I'm like, that's an $8 can of beer. I'm like, yeah. I got you, bro. But that's the thing. It's like, and same with ciders, too. What's your favorite cider? Oh, yeah. Oh, Angry Orchard. Oh, um, cool. I think I have a 1911 in my fridge. You can have that. I think I can go grab some from the creek in the back. Yeah. <laughs> um, might not be sweet enough for you. Um, yeah, but if they're like, oh, you know, I really like, you know, uh, blue uh, blue barn blah 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 
that they sell at Wegmans now. I'm like, oh yeah, I got, I got their blueberry one right here. You know, whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not like anti-sharing that stuff with people. I love sharing my passion. But you gotta stuff. respect it. But it's like, gotta, yeah, I'm not gonna pour you a, you know, a yeah. lack of one sixteen at a bar. I like a glass of it. It's like 30, 40 bucks. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, and a bottle of it is like 90 to 110, depending on where you go. Yeah. I'm not going to just pour that for somebody who's never even had scotch before. And I'll ask them too, like, do you like smokier flavor? Like, I ask a lot of questions. And you can tell too, because, like, if, you're at, if I'm asking that question to somebody like Jack, He's going to be like, he knows what flavors he likes. He knows uh, from all sorts of things. And you can kind of be like, yeah, I like this, this, and this. And I can get an idea of like, oh, I think you would like this. If they're like, what? Like, uh, what are you talking about, dude? Like, like I'm weird? <laughs> yeah, I think I have a $20 rye somewhere in here. Like, Or I can pour you this Kraken rum and put it on ice for you. Right. What do you mean by Pete? <laughs> yeah. Okay, I've got just the thing for you. <laughs> It's in the fridge. <laughs> yeah. It's not, over, it's not in this counter at yeah. all. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> it's not in my wife's cabinet either. It's a freaking wine cabinet. And that's the nice... My wife likes good whiskey. Like, she likes Irish whiskey a lot. So, like, the red breast, she likes a lot. And, um, that's cool. You know, it's something that we can share a little bit. Yeah. I think that's why I get away with so much, too. Like, my wife doesn't like beer, but she gets why I'm into it, you know. She's into things too, right? Yeah, the cigar thing she's not a big fan of, but it has nothing to do with like health or anything. It literally just has to do with how my breath will taste for like a day or two after. She's like, "Yeah, you smoked." Yeah, <laughs> Will's been down that road several times. <laughs> yeah, never ended well, especially recently. <laughs> Definitely smoked a lot more this summer than ever before. Well, I mean, you have a lot to celebrate. Yeah, new house. That's right. New kid, new dog, new cat. There's guys that I fu- I'm in a couple cigar groups now on Facebook, and there's guys who are like, yeah, just had my you know second kid was born last night, and lighting up this thirty dollars cigar. I'm like that's cool. Like I love that. You're gonna relate yeah, that cigar to that kid being born, and I didn't do that with Charlotte. And uh, the next kid, I absolutely will be doing that, just because I did it for the house. Um, because cigars are, I, I would say, part of my life now. I think it's probably an act. You own like forty of them now, so yeah. <laughs> pretty serious about it. Well, it's like I, you know, I'm probably gonna order a five pack of the Judge, um, because I'd love to have those around, dude. Oh. The Judge. Um, but the you know my father <laughs> makes a ton of great cigars. They have a a daily smoker that like they a sell. Cheaper option. It's a daily smoker by my father, though, and it's the highest-rated daily smoker. It breaks down to like four dollars a cigar. You can get a five-pack for fourteen bucks. That's great price, and apparently it's awesome. And I, and I think for the next cigars and coffee, we might try that one um, because that one is apparently, based off reviews, awesome. And for the price, can't be. I would like to throw a cheaper cigar out to the audience, just especially for. I feel like a lot of people that watch this probably aren't cigar people and if they want to get into it I want to get you into it on the right path and don't want to bust the bank first so if you can get yeah. a five pack for 14 bucks you can have a couple buddies over you can smoke them all in one night <coughs> yeah you don't need a humidor 
you know, that's perfect. You don't have, you know, if there's like your four buddies over, you only smoke four out of the five. If you have to throw one away, you like, what'd you lose? <laughs> you're not gonna, yeah. but you're not gonna throw one of these away. Yeah, that's you're true. gonna be like, I have to stay up all night and smoke all of them, which I've done that. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's pretty good stuff, man. Well, thank you for joining us, Cigars and Coffee. I think we'll probably call it 100 on this one. Longest and, episode uh, of all time. Yeah, and I hope you enjoy it. I hope uh, you guys all have like really long car rides or uh, nothing to do on Saturday morning. <laughs> Out. Out.